1: up
2: within the far reaches of deep space there remain unknown planets Journeys into galaxies, yet uncharted. Stellar exploration is the newfound adventure. High above Earth's windy skies, a thousand miles in space, a large wheeling disk lazily drifts in orbit. A space station whose official designation is the Arthur C. Clarke Astronomical Observatory. To those living and working aboard, it is simply called Starlab. Their lives and adventures become our story on the threshold of alien worlds.
1: Roger. Uh, this is Mission Control. You're cleared for EVA.
3: Stand by, Mission Control. We have a red code report from Level C Radio Telescope. Thanks, Bill. Keep us posted. What's going on, Jerry? I'm not sure, Tim, but we're going to find out. Starlight Control, this is Telescope 4, Level D. We're tracking with Level C. Uh, Yeah, Ken.
1: Solar graphs show high-density activity.
3: All right, Level D. uh, Print through the data on the ICM recorder, please. Right, Control. It's online. at this. What? That's more solar activity in the last two minutes than we've seen in two years. I'd better call Dr. Cassidy.
2: Meanwhile, on Earth, the effect of the sun's strange activity begins. (laughs) Kansas City, Missouri, 8.05 p.m. Good evening, Mr. Jennings. Good to see you again. Well, thanks, Ron. Now, would the two of you care for a bottle of wine? Yes. Oh, uh, right. yeah. I that's a good idea. Great. The usual, Ron. All right. Well, I'm certain you'll love the food here, so It's uh, a very special place. It's been a favorite spot of mine for years. Mm. I've known the owner a long time, too. What's that? Huh, that's strange. Probably just a heavy truck going by on the street outside.
1: Oh, my god, Roger! earthquake!
2: Earthquakes, of tidal waves, zero. and temperature shifts around the globe slowly intensify. A solar mystery unfolds, and back on Starlab, the disorder becomes even more apparent. 2130 hours. The Starlab Control, this is Scope 4, Level D.
3: We've just tracked a third major flare-out on the Sun's Earth side. Level D, begin all radio telescope recorders. Feed us an audio scan. Uh, Plug in the Mycroft computers.
1: Roger. Mycroft on. Log on, Scanners.
4: Hi, Dr. Cassidy. Thanks for coming up here. I knew you'd want to know. All right, Tim. Now, what's going on? The three of our main telescopes are tracking the sun. Yes, and? Analysis indicates an incredible amount of solar flaring and abnormal sunspot activity.
3: Earth stations are reporting earthquakes, tidal waves, and various other abnormalities.
4: We've begun tracking confirmation through our Mycroft Computer Center. Okay,
5: Tim. This is spectral analysis
3: level C. We have a priority report. Uh, This is control level C. Go ahead. Jerry, I can't believe what we're seeing up here. What is it? It looks like we may be headed for a singularity condition on the sun. Singularity? Uh, You mean the sun's going out? Bill, are you sure? Sure. Uh, Listen, we'll send Tim up there right now. We'll need all your current graphs and radiation scan reports. Okay,
5: Jerry. And Bill, you'd better set up radar solar tracking operations, too. All right, Dr. Cassidy. Tim, you'd better get up there now. Get all the graphs and Mycroft readings.
4: Okay, Dr. Cassidy.
5: I'm not looking forward to telling the ISA the sun is going dead.
2: Knowledge concerning energy had become an important property to man. But the idea of the sun going out prematurely represents a new and very unusual situation for Dr. Cassidy and Starlab's research people. The beginning of a dark nightmare in the light of alien worlds. Continues to those aboard Starlab, a shiny rotating observatory high above Earth, the sun seemed to be going dead. Radio telescopes reveal a once fiery sun darkening. Research director Mara Cassidy contacts the International Space Authority. This is the ISA,
5: Doctor Cassidy. Are you there? Yes, Commissioner.
1: We've
2: had a 20-degree temperature shift in the last hour in the Sahara, Ma. Satellite charts show glacier movement at the poles. It looks like an eclipse. What the hell's going on up
1: there?
5: We don't know exactly what's happening yet, but our Mycroft computer terminal shows readings that indicate the sun is losing electromagnetic energy at a rate greater than normal. We may be headed for a gravitational collapse.
4: Pardon me, Dr. Cassidy. The mass proximity indicator is registering... Not now, Tim. I've got... Dr. Cassidy, aren't you setting
5: up solar radiation scanning. What? Solar scanning? Oh. Uh, yes, yes, we're working on it, sir. Tim, have communications patch Mycroft through to the ISA computers. Uh, right. Commissioner White, I'm having our computer tech supply your office with a duplicate of our current information tapes. You'll have everything we've got shortly.
2: Yes. Yes, Doctor. My terminal is receiving it now. Hey, is this right? It can't be.
5: I'm afraid so, Commissioner White. We've got about 60 hours before the sun reaches singularity and Earth freezes solid. What can we do to help? Well, first of all, we need you to send an SET up here right away. We need to make a house call.
1: Well, the only space exploration team I've got for immediate launch that can handle this is Delta-1. One.
5: Delta-1? One? Oh, wait a minute. That's Graydon, right? Captain John Graydon?
1: And Buddy Griff. That's right, Ma.
5: Oh, no, Commissioner. Y- isn't there anyone else you could send us?
1: I'm sorry, Doctor. That's the team. We'll launch immediately. The ETA is uh, three hours, ten minutes. Keep us informed, Ma.
5: Huh? Yes, sir. We'll keep you informed. Out. <phone rings>
3: Dr. Cassidy, what's wrong?
5: I can't believe they're sending Buddy Griff up here. <laughs> they might as well let the damn sun go out. Delta-1, SCT command. Report to ISA pre-launch immediately.
6: What? Oh, we just got in. Oh, you can't get a spare minute anywhere anymore. Oh, come on, Captain. Let's just finish this hand, huh? Oh, we better pass for now, Buddy. We better get down there. Pass? The man's 18 in back of me. I got a hot 21, and he says pass. It's just a game. We can pick it up later. It's just a game. (laughs) I'll say it's just a game. All right, all right. ISA says jump, and Captain John Graydon jumps. That's how come you're a bloody hero and I'm just a lover. And that's the story of your life, right, buddy?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Cassidy, I just got back from spectral analysis. The mass proximity indicators are registering some kind of solid object near the sun. It's like a planetoid. Tim, don't be
5: silly. The MPI is probably reading solar flare-off gases.
4: But I think there's something there. Don't
5: worry about it, Tim. Besides, the problem right now is the SCT crew they're sending us.
4: I I don't understand. Isn't that the next logical step?
5: Logical step, yes. Logical team, no. Especially with Buddy Griff.
4: Buddy Griff?
5: Captain John Graydon's co-pilot. The Prince of Pomposity.
4: John Graydon. I met him just after he got back from Altair. He's a great pilot. I remember a lecture he gave our Academy class in 2010.
5: It's not John who worries me. It's Griff. During the Altair mission, my father was with them buddy made a very bad judgment error with a photon laser. It caused my father's death.
4: Oh, Doctor, I'm sorry. I had no idea.
5: Yes. Well, never mind. I'll deal with that later. Well, let's get up to spectral analysis and take a look at this planetoid of yours.
4: I'm really worried about this, Doctor. I have a theory that this object is affecting the sun. Now, don't ask me how the devil it got there.
5: Tim, pull yourself together.
2: Hi, fellas. Graydon, Commissioner White. Grab. Hey, keep hey. pasa, chief? Listen, men, we've got problems with the sun. Heavy solar activity that needs some first-hand observation. You'll be briefed on Starlab by Dr. Cassidy. Starlab, huh? That's right. They're expecting you right away. You'd better get over to launch control
6: now. Wait, have I got time to get some cigarettes? <laughs> Come on, buddy. Let's go.
1: Launch tanking secured. Launch tanking. Delta one. You are cleared for launch at 2030. Your trajectory is 010 zero zero degrees.
6: Market control, 010 zero zero degrees. Give my regards to Earth Control. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Have off all systems. Go. Oh man, I just love a good rocket ride.
4: <laughs> ISA Launch Control reports Delta One liftoff, Dr. Cassidy. Their ETA is a little less than two hours. All
5: right, Tim, keep me informed.
4: Yes, Doctor. Uh, there's more data coming in on the mass proximity indicator. What do you mean? Instruments show a planet-sized mass does exist. It's roughly on the same plane of the ecliptic. Someplace inside the orbit of Venus. A planet?
5: In the orbit of Venus? You're crazy, Tim.
4: I realize it sounds bizarre. Look,
5: Tim, we both checked the radio telescope reports from spectral analysis. There were no visible signs of any planetoid. Well, there must be something wrong with the MPI. Have the technicians copy-scan the circuits. But,
4: Dr. Cassidy...
5: And when Delta-1 docs bring them to my office.
4: Yes, doctor.
2: As the sun's unusual activity continues... Star Lab researchers work around the clock to unlock the mystery. Tim has found a clue which Dr. Cassidy believes to be a fluke. Computer error? Maybe. But what Tim may have found could be the first sign of alien worlds. continues Strange solar activity threatens the survival of Earth. A solar exploration team is sent to investigate under the direction of Dr. Mara Cassidy at StarLab, a space observatory. There is little time. Dr. Cassidy?
4: Yes, Tim. Delta One reporting, Captains Graydon and Griff. Thank you, Tim.
5: Come in, gentlemen.
4: Hello, Dr. Cassidy. Good to see you again.
5: Hello, Captain Graydon. Griff?
6: Hiya, Doc. Hey, where's the hero's welcome? No band, no parade, no hats and horns? I I thought this was a big deal.
5: Like the big deal with my father, right?
6: Oh, look, lady, there were problems for all of us on Altair. What happened with your father could have involved anybody. It just happened to be me.
5: That's right, buddy. It just happened to be
6: you. All right, you two, enough of this. We've got work to do. Can you tell us why we're here, Doctor?
5: Well, you've observed the unusual solar activity during the past few hours.
6: Yes, of course. We were wondering if there are any solar collecting activities that could be causing this.
5: No, we've checked that. There's something going on with the sun itself. That's why we need you to take pictures and run solar tests close up before it goes dead.
6: Dead? The sun? The sun? Oh, Doc, you've been out without a spacesuit too long. That's impossible.
5: No, I'm afraid it's not impossible, buddy. Watch the computer terminal. Tim?
4: Right. That's frightening. Wow. What's our bottom line?
5: I want you to get as close as you can.
4: We'll have you patched into the Mycroft computer.
5: We can then direct you from that point as to what to do next.
6: Oh, just what I need to end up as barbecued spaceman. We better get rolling.
5: Right. Uh, Tim, take Captains Graydon and Griff down to mission control. All right. Good luck, you two.
6: We'll get the story for you, tomorrow Yeah,
4: and if you're real good, we'll sell you the rights. Bye! I didn't expect you to at Starlab so quick. Oh, We didn't either, Tim. But we had this tailwind. A tailwind? <laughs> right. Uh, by the way, Captain Graydon, I feel I should tell you there's something out there by the sun. Oh, really? What do you mean, Tim? I have a theory about all this. Theory? What theory? About what? Well, I'm certain there's a planetoid out there next to the sun, drawing off energy. A planetoid?
6: You think it's alien? Well,
4: let me put it this way. It's not ours. We haven't been able to track it visually because of the glare from the sun's rays, so I can't prove my theory yet.
6: Hmm. Uh, We'll keep an eye out, Tim. Thanks for the tip. Uh, Right.
4: So long and good luck. Thanks, Tim.
6: Roger, Starlab Control. T-minus 28 and counting.
1: Delta 1, telecom computer lock. 775 megahertz. Our Mycroft data transfer is online.
6: Channel 775 locked. Transfers online. Check. starlight Control, we're on the grid. 5, 4, 3,
2: 2, 1... As Delta One moves into the black depth of space, Captains Graydon and Griff set a course for a dying sun.
6: We're getting close. Is shielding operational?
1: It is now, Captain. Delta One, this is Starlab. We scope you at 214 degrees, bearing 030. We have visual radio telescope contact with you. MPI shows a planet-sized mass close to your present position. You are half course by zero two point five degrees. Have you visual
6: contact? Starlab. Starlab, this is Delta One. Do you receive? Over. What the, Skipper? What's happening, buddy? Where's our power? the main rockets just went branchless flame out we've lost our maneuvering power the radio's gone too fire retros I am skipper nothing they're like a plate of cold spaghetti we're being pulled off course the compass has gone berserk what is happening buddy what the devil is that what where look over here through the infrared viewing screen off the port side Where did that come from? It's huge. It's definitely not an asteroid. No, it's too spherical. Well, whatever it is, we're being pulled towards it. Look at the size of that thing. I wonder if that's what Tim was babbling about. You don't suppose... What, Captain? Never mind. That's the strangest looking thing I've ever seen. It's gotta be some kind of a giant vehicle. Like a planetoid, Captain? I didn't really want to say it. Ah, yeah, I know. Well, hang on, Captain. We're on a collision course
4: with it. Dr. Cassidy, look! On the tracking screen, Delta One. It, it's... it's gone. What's happened to them? They vanished. Right off the screen, the scopes, the radios, everything. They're gone. I knew it! Keep trying to establish
5: contact. We've got to locate them.
1: Hey, Captain.
6: What happened? Who turned out the lights? Buddy, we're inside Tim's planetoid. What? Oh, man, I must have blacked out. Look, over there. An opening. That's where we must have come in. Hey, what's that? Something's outside the hatch door. I think we've got company.
1: I believe you're in I, uh. I hope that's the name of the hotel. Disembark your craft. You are under Margab control. Do not resist. I Guess you
6: better do as he says, buddy. They look pretty gruesome. Really? The
1: alien beings. We've made good. I am Gargon of the Margab Confederacy. Come with us!
6: I'm Captain John Graydon, ISA Terra. Where are you taking us? I always knew I should have taken foreign languages. Alright, don't get pushy. Get your claws off me. Boy, are you weird looking. Mark confederacy at least in this galaxy well me neither chief wow this must be the lobby
1: commander connor we have intruders on voltar intruders by what reason do you come to voltar uh well doc you see we really didn't plan
6: on it uh you might say we sort of fell into it you know what i mean why do you approach voltar sun miners sun miners we're from Terra, uh, Earth. We're not intruders. We're on an emergency mission. Our sun is dying. Ah, uh, Captain, we've just
1: stumbled onto the reason. I am Zor Kolar, commander of the MarCap Confederacy, fifth galaxy of Trimion. You are intruders.
6: Look, Commander Corner, we were pulled off our mission by you. You have entered forbidden space, MarCap
1: space, MarCap space. What are you doing to our sun? We collect and store great energy from many suns. Yours is not the first. Yeah? Well, listen, you sun stealers. Earth can't survive without that energy. Then you shall perish. We take suns in many galaxies. It must be so for Markab existence. Hey,
6: no way, you, you
1: oversized tin termite. We're not gonna stand for this. Buddy,
6: no. Don't. Buddy, are you all right? It's all right, Captain. Run for it. I'll handle these things. Seize
1: them. Run
6: for it, Skip. Get out of here. Buddy, are you crazy? Run, damn it. In here. I'll duck behind the skirter. Okay, now. Down this quarter. Through here. Oh, which ramp? Which ramp? That one, that's it. There. There's the ship just managed to get... i shut oh, up you're wrong. Boy, too close for cover. Oh, all right, I made it. Oh no, I sure hope that energy field is null. Come on, baby. Come on, fly, Delta One. Fire damage. All right, Delta One. Oh, let's get the hell out of here. I'm moving! The force field is null! Good. Instruments show me clear. I'm through! I've made it! I can't believe it! Oh no, wait a minute, what's that pull? Oh no, they've got a pressure beam on me. I've gotta go FTL, quick! Okay, I'm out of their orbit! Wait, buddy, what about buddy? I've got to get back. I, I've got to get help. I can't just leave them there. Starlab Control, this is Delta One. Come in, Starlab Control. This is Starlab Control. Starlab, thank God. This is Delta One. I've been overtaken. We've been in contact with alien beings.
1: Delta One, where are you both? You've been on five
6: for hours. The planetoid. Tim was right. It does exist. There are aliens.
2: John Graydon uses every faculty to blast free of the Marcab aliens and return to Starlab.
6: Call themselves Marcab, but he's still inside. We've got to get him out.
2: Thoughts of what he just experienced raced through his mind at laser speed. It is imperative to warn Starlab and Earth. The threat is no longer theory. It is reality. Graydon and Griff have made contact with alien worlds. The Sun Stealers was written by Mike Hodell and Lee Hansen. Associate producer Jeff Allen. Music director, Tom Rounds. Our engineer was Stu Jacobs. Assistants to the producer, Laurie Tyler and Aaron O'Neill. Technical consultant, Peter Skye. Alien Worlds was created, produced, and directed by Lee Hansen and is distributed by Watermark Incorporated. And so until next time, this is Roger Dressler inviting you to join us for the conclusion of The Sun Stealers on Alien Worlds. Earth's windy skies, a thousand miles in space, the astronomical space observatory Starlab lazily drifts in orbit. Research teams aboard have detected strange solar activity on Earth's sun. Space exploration team John Grayton and Buddy Griff are sent to investigate and face a bizarre encounter. We're being pulled off
6: course. The compass has gone berserk. Buddy, what the devil is that? Where did that come from? It's huge! whatever it is, we're being pulled towards it. Hang on, Skipper. We're on a collision course with it.
2: Delta-1 is mysteriously pulled aboard an alien planetoid. I am Tsar Konar, commander of the Margot Confederacy,
1: fifth galaxy of Tremion. You are
6: Buddy, are you all right? Run for it, Skip. I'll
2: handle these things. Resisting, Buddy Griff creates a diversion, allowing John Graydon to escape from the alien planetoid aboard the Delta One spaceship. Starlab Control, this is Delta One.
1: Come in, Starlab Control. you You've been off course. The
6: planetoid! Tim was right! It does exist! There are aliens!
2: I've been overtaken! John Graydon, shaken by the alien encounter, returns to Starlab in part two of The Sun Stealers on Alien Worlds.
4: Dr. Cassidy. They're bringing Captain Graydon in
5: now. Okay, Tim, come on.
4: It's pretty strange, isn't it? What, Tim? Well, haven't you heard? I mean, something went wrong. They were overtaken by aliens. But he didn't get out. I've only gotten the preliminary report. I'm not sure about any aliens yet.
3: Hi, Mara. Tim.
5: Jerry. Where is he?
3: He's in the isolation airlock chamber. How is he? Uh, Doc Benson says he'll be all right. Radiation levels are minor, but uh, there's enough presence to leave him in the capsule for at least an hour. We need to run a couple more tests. You can talk to him
4: on the intercom.
5: Good, Jerry. Tim, pull the Mycroft onboard computer tapes and begin decoding them. Uh, Better check over Delta One's flight recorders, too. Send all the information to the ISA. All right. John, thank God you're okay.
6: Mora we're not alone out here. Buddy didn't make it out. He's he's inside a, an alien planetoid. It's draining the sun's energy.
5: Oh, take it easy, John. What's draining energy?
6: The Marcabs. What? Oh, my, they're, they're awful. It, like insects. Tall, very tall. I, I, I'd i say maybe about seven feet. And their bodies are black and, and shiny and claw-like hands and, and large radiating eyes.
5: Oh, Lord. <laughs> Buddy. What about him? Does he...
6: About Buddy? The Buddy caused a diversion so I could escape. We've got to get back there and get him out.
5: Well, of course, John. Dr. Cassidy, we have the ISA. We're feeding them to your televideo screen. All right. I hope they've got a lead on all this. Wow, we just got the reports It's unbelievable. How's doing? He's here in quarantine, Commissioner White. Listen, I trust you've received the flight tapes by now?
1: Uh, yes, Ma, we haven't come up with anything solid yet, though. We're still trying to analyze all the information. But I'm afraid the computers at Jardell Institute have given us a
5: new prediction. What are you talking about? Well, Doctor, according to them, we have less than nine hours before the sun
2: reaches a point of non-recovery. There's really not enough time for us physically to analyze and return
5: you all that data. So what does that mean? Well, Ma, I'm afraid you're on your own.
2: It's up to your people at Star Lab to stop those aliens. Their eyes turn instinctively toward a dimming ball of fire hanging in space. The sun is fading, dying, and with it the future of Earth. The hopes of a planet ride upon their shoulders as they prepare an opposition against alien worlds. The life expectancy of Earth has been reduced to nine hours as our sun fades into obscurity. Alien creatures revealed as the Markab Confederacy continue to drain our solar energy. Starlab Research Director Mara Cassidy, along with her assistant, Tim, and Space Exploration Captain John Graydon, are the only ones who can stop the Marcabs, if indeed they can be stopped.
5: Oh, John. Well, come on in. Glad to see you out of quarantine.
6: That makes two of us, Mara. How are you feeling? Much better, thanks.
5: Good. Uh... Can you recreate for me just exactly what happened to you and Griff aboard Delta One?
6: Well, uh, we were within the ecliptic range of the sun about five minutes out, and uh, we were getting ready for our first photo scan pass. Yes. And all of a sudden, our radios went dead. Instruments, everything. We, we completely lost all power. hmm Then we spotted this incredible object about five kilometers in diameter, a metallic black with a a large disk on top. And then? We lost control of the ship. And we were drawn into the object. We took about six Gs. Buddy blacked out. Next thing I knew, we were taken off the ship by the aliens that I told you about. They told us they were mining the sun's energy.
5: But how? I don't know. Oh, Tim. Good. You've got the Mycroft report?
4: What's wrong? You're white as a sheet thing out there is the cosmic wonder of all time tell me about it what did you find well the mycroft computer came through like captain video solar depth sensors heat generation refractions course deviations wavelength correlations video scan of the planetoid tim get to the bloody point what did you find Uh, basic theory of electromagnetic energy dr cassidy electromagnetic energy yes that's right The alien planetoid is an electromagnetic field Extracting ultraviolet radiation through infrared oscillation Oh, wonderful Oh, it means the Markabs are drawing ultraviolet light energy And converting it to a form of electricity
5: That would explain the invisibility The radiation creates a massive shield around them Which blends with the sun's rays Exactly
4: That's why only the MPI picked it up originally on the infrared screens Hmm, that's very interesting That's not all the tractor beam that pulled you into the planetoid was also magnetically energized.
6: I see. Well, that would explain the compass going crazy just before we lost control.
4: Wait! That's it! What?
5: We haven't got much time. Tim, get over to the Hydro Lab. Have them assemble a 50-megawatt portable CMG. we will use the Michelson interferometer principle.
4: A counter-magnetic generator, of course! A beam splitter! Oh, brilliant, Doctor. I'll meet you two in the briefing room in 20 minutes.
6: I think you two blew a capacitor in your brains. You've lost me. I'm just a space
5: pilot. And that's just exactly what we need you to be, John. It's a long shot, but it's the only one we've got. An 1880 theory that could put the Markabs right out of business. Come on, I'm going over to the lab. We need to get together Delta-1. We're going into that planetoid. If this works, John, we may be able to turn the Markheb energy field back on top of them. If I can figure out a way to deactivate the presser beam. Do you think you can get us back in?
6: Yes. Yes, I'm sure of it. But we'll need some kind of an escort to create a diversion. I'll go up to mission control and recruit a few pilots from Stargazer 1.
5: Okay. I'll meet you in briefly within half an hour.
2: As time continues to slip into the past, the future draws closer. They're designed to dethrone the Markab power, a tenuous betide to the indelible. Meanwhile, planetoid captive Buddy Griff remains a solitary man to an alien world. Earthman
1: intruder, your resistance to our way is useless. You don't give us any
6: choice, Konar. By our very nature, we're survivors. We must resist.
1: Ours is to destroy that which resists. Why do you have to destroy everything? Don't you guys know how to create? Our system of long ago was the victim of devastating destruction. We have long since created the power to never again be victims. It is the way of the cord. The court, The rule of mark supremacy in the universe to destroy. Oh, uh, it sounds like a case of bad
6: karma, Duck. I do not understand. I can't believe I've actually gone over your seven-foot head. Karma is the... Take him away! Hey, what are you doing? You too
1: shall be destroyed. We are the rulers of the light. Yours shall be the world of darkness. Nah, you'll never get away with this, Konar.
6: My people will be back. You're all lunatics. Can't be a no-carnitist. What this is all about. All right. You fellows have been asked to fly this mission based on your experience as fighter pilots. Now, we've programmed D-28 missiles aboard your ships for a diversion ploy on the Markabs. Uh... Hopefully, the counterorbital passes will cause enough confusion to allow us time to land Delta-1 inside. Now, if we're not out by the 20-minute limit, you're instructed to launch full Titan Helotrobus missiles into the side of the Marcab planetoid, and then return to Starlab. Any questions? Okay. We'll launch in eight minutes. Synchronized watches... 1600 hours 22 minutes and 15 seconds mark see you guys
2: on the 50 yard line as starlab pilots prepare the final assault on the alien encounter a galaxy clings to the hope of triumph on alien worlds The MarCab aliens must be stopped. Their effect on Earth's sun is tantamount to galactic devastation. Starlab mounts the final front as John, Tim, and Mara prepare to effect the aliens' demise. Timon is twenty-seven seconds
4: in counting. Okay, Captain, the device is on board. Good. Uh, Mara,
6: would you strap yourself in, please? Mission Control, Delta One, on the grid for 028, Trajectory on one seven seven five.
2: Captain John Braden prepares the leading assault on the mar Confederacy. Mark Cassidy and Tim ready themselves for the alien confrontation. All
4: right, Tim, let's go over the mechanics of the CMG beam splitter. I have the timing device set for 18 minutes on the detonator. When it triggers, it'll pull every bit of energy within a radius of 5 kilometers into the magnet center. The energy overload will create a chain reaction. As the alien storage collector beams split, it'll blow them right out of the galaxy. Good.
5: John, during the time the device triggers, we'll lose all magnetically operated instruments.
4: You mean
6: I should be ready to fly Delta-1 by the seat of my pants, so to speak?
4: Hey, I like that. By the seat of my pants.
6: (laughs) It's an old term used when flying airplanes without instruments, Tim.
5: You used to fly airplanes? Oh, John's a pilot of many experiences, Tim including pilot-commander for the Jupiter-1 mission. Really?
4: Oh, gee, that must
6: have been some flight. Yeah, Mora remembers that one, don't you, Maura? She was our
4: science officer, and a good one, too.
5: That was my introduction to the ISA, and the last time I saw my father alive.
4: Pardon me for asking, Doctor, but what happened to your father? On Altair, I mean.
5: My father was chief science officer for NASA, They were conducting neutron laser tests in zero gravity He was setting up the guide path for the beam's target Buddy Griff pre-detonated the laser's timing mechanism My father was killed
6: Mara, Mara, listen, it's time you knew That's not really what happened, it wasn't Buddy's mistake
5: What are you talking about? The report said... I
6: know all about the report It was an accident, that's true But your father miscalculated the laser's initial impact strength on the beam's path. The device was hot, overheated from testing all day. The heat triggered the premature detonation, not Buddy.
5: How do you know all this?
6: From Dr. Solomon, the project coordinator. He told me the whole story shortly after it happened. But he never said a word about it to anyone, including me.
5: But not in the report. Why?
6: Because Buddy wouldn't allow it in the report. Since your dad was a notable scientist, Buddy took full responsibility for his mistake to clear his record.
5: Why didn't Buddy tell me the truth? <laughs>
6: it's a strange guy. Buddy's a rebel, but he's also guided by a strong sense of honor. I see. If if you two are ready, I've got to get our act together before our Marcap madmen discover we're here.
1: Commander Konar, enemy ships are approaching Voltar. Enemy vessels? More intruders? Who are they? They are of undetermined origin, but they appear to have an Earthcraft configuration. Launch the Voltaniers. Destroy them at once. Interceptors launched on enemy targets. Closing. Captain, on the probe screen. Good eye, Tim.
6: The Marques have obviously spotted us. This is Delta-1 leader to strike force. Okay, you guys. Looks like this is the 50-yard line. Execute ZK-15s now.
5: you've got your diversion captain
6: right and there's the planetoid
5: really is incredibly large oh my
4: god
6: hang on we're going down mara i sure hope your rig nullifies that tractor beam
4: tim program the key code five five one three lock energize lock captain we should be clear of any field wave good
6: so much for part one now all we gotta do is find the right place to sit down. There. There's the opening.
5: Radar configurations check out. There's the coordinates given on the open side. Mycroft's computations are correct.
6: I love you, Mycroft. Not bad for an expensive adding machine.
4: Mycroft's a lot more than that, Captain.
6: Just kidding, Tim. Hang on. We're setting Delta 1 right in that pigeonhole. Let's get this over with. Here, help me with the CMG. Okay. All right, you both have your communicators? Yeah. All right. Tim, you'll bring the CMG with me. Mora, you guard Delta One. And if you run into any trouble, you call us. You've, You've got your laser drone, right? Right. Alright, don't be afraid to use it if you have to.
5: I'm ready, Captain.
6: We'll set up the jamming device. Then I'm going to try and find Buddy. Okay, Tim, let's go.
4: Good luck. Good grief. Did they have to make this thing so heavy? Oh, God, it's cold in here.
5: This place is amazing. I've got to get some pictures of this interior. Oh. Someone's coming
1: We'll look down this corridor That's not moving him. Very well The earth left. It's back And the prisoner has escaped Where is he? Somewhere in this quadrant I'll look for him Call the guards Find the other earthlings Quick, the alarm
5: Captain Graydon Come in, John Yes, Mora. They know we're here. I just saw two of them. They said something about an escaped prisoner.
6: That can only be Buddy.
5: What do you want me to do?
6: Check your locator. Make sure you don't get lost, and then go for it, Mara. Follow them. Be careful. If you find Buddy,
1: call me. Okay. Earthman. So you think you can escape You cannot hide from Gargon.
6: Oh, hey, hiya, chief Hide me? Nah I was just giving you a little exercise, you know Sort of keeping you on your toes
1: Your spacecraft has returned Returned? the One, what do you
5: mean? He means... <laughs> hey,
6: all right, lady Pretty fair shooting You're just in time I was just in the middle of escaping Where's John? You didn't uh, You didn't fly here by
5: yourself? Did you? Oh, no. He and Tim are down in the power collecting room. We brought a CMG to blow this place to kingdom come.
6: CMG? Uh, what's that, one of your toys?
5: It's a countermagnetic generator. Uh, we think it'll counteract the method the Markebs are using to draw energy from the sun. Uh, sweetheart,
6: then... uh, save it maybe later, over dinner perhaps?
5: Oh, that's right. We better get out of here.
6: Uh, hopefully not any too soon. Now, quick, down this corridor... How much longer, Tim?
4: Uh, Just two more connections here. Hand me those leads. Tim, you're shaking like a leaf. Yeah, I know. I just hate working under this much pressure. Well,
6: now's a fine time to cop to that one. I'm okay. There. That's it. I wonder where Mara is. I can't raise her on the communicator. Should I set the timer now? We'll have 18 minutes, you know. Yes, set it. You get back to Delta One, and I'll head back the other way. And then if Captain,
1: I... watch out! Stop! Surrender! Oh. Oh.
4: Oh. Tim.
6: Oh. I never knew you had it in you.
4: I can't believe I did that.
6: All right, set the timer. Let's get out of here. Set. There, there they are. Stop them! Quick, Tim, this way.
2: John and Tim find themselves trapped by the Marcaves. The CMG timer has been set. Only precious moments remain before a deadly explosion.
1: Look, there's Buddy!
4: Hey, 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 all right, John! Buddy, thank God, where's Mark? Back tell the One. We've only got two minutes. Hurry! Get
6: on board, Maura. Okay, everyone. We're not out of this yet. Buddy, fire module one. Right, Skip. I'll take the rocket guns and hold them off.
4: CMG detonation, 15 seconds. Telemetry, 4 plus 4. Stand by to hit faster than light speed. Check. FTL primary ignition. 10 seconds to detonation. FTL main power. Now.
1: We're clear.
4: We made it. Oh, thank God. CMG detonation, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1...
1: There they go!
6: It worked! Of course it worked. And so we bid farewell to the Goose and as they and their planetoid sink slowly into the west, and the
2: east,
1: and oh. the north.
2: Together, a small group of people with tremendous courage and confidence have saved Earth from the threat of eternal darkness. The Markab Sun Miners have been destroyed soon enough to allow the sun's own energy to regain its mighty power. The heroism of Delta One's mission has relieved the galaxy from the peril of alien worlds. and directed by Lee Hansen. Associate producer, Jeff Allen. Our engineer was Stu Jacobs. Production coordinator, Aaron O'Neill. Produced and distributed by Watermark Incorporated. Executive producer, Tom Rounds.